0: hello and welcome to episode four of the coaching from the couch podcast today i'm going to be giving my slight reactions to the conference finals and my predictions for the stanley cup final all right so first starting with the western conference final colorado with a sweep um against edmonton i kind of figured this was going to be a short series Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl could only take Edmonton so far before it was kind of over, really. And so, Edmonton lost in four. McDavid was not happy about it, obviously. And the Avs move on to the Stanley Cup Final for the first time in a couple decades. And so, they move on. And honestly, no spoilers, but I think they might have a good chance to win it all against Tampa, but regardless, that is not what I'm talking about right now. I do want to talk about though is where Edmonton goes from here. I mean, this was kind of their year everybody thought McDavid and Drysdale were so good. And I mean, I think the biggest downfall of Edmonton this year was the fact that they didn't get a starting goaltender when they really should have I mean the fact that they were able to get that far with subpar goaltending at most times this playoffs for Mike Smith and imagine if they had a capable starter like a Marc-Andre Fleury or even if they wanted to give up more and got John Gibson but I just I feel like Edmonton's true downfall was they did not bolster their goaltending and so Sadly, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl cannot play goalie, and that kind of ruined their chances of really beating a Colorado team that could roll four lines with no issues and really no worries about whether that fourth line would be able to produce because Mike Smith, even though he was okay, he just wasn't that great in that series, and he's not really a goaltender, I think, that can play 16 games for you anymore at this point in his career. All right, but now moving on to the East, where Tampa Bay beat the Rangers in a six-game series in which the Rangers went up to nothing, but Tampa woke up and decided they wanted to go to the Stanley Cup, which they did. Um, I... Tampa kind of, the Rangers were punching over their weight. I feel like everybody kind of knew that, but I mean, to get two wins against a Tampa team that is a back-to-back champ and looks like they might be a dynasty after this series, Um, the Rangers should be proud. The Rangers are not, the Rangers were not expected to be here. I mean, to come back and Both series prior to this and and then win two games against the champs as a team that is definitely ahead of schedule or what most people may think is ahead of schedule I mean it is but to play a Tampa team so well and be in it right till the end that Rangers team should be very proud of themselves there is no reason to be unhappy with this season if you are the Rangers and this is definitely a run that inserted the Rangers into the top of the East in my opinion and as long as Igor stays healthy and stays as good as he is even I mean not that I'll ever be like having a season like he did this year but if he just stays elite then that Rangers team has a chance to be in that cup any year in my opinion although I mean even though the Rangers did make the conference finals, it is going to be a busy offseason for them. I want to do a deeper look into the Rangers offseason over the summer, probably, because I think that with the decision of whether you sign Strome or Kopp or even neither, um, Capo deal is up, I'm um, Heatle's deal is up and they don't really have much to work with, especially considering Mika's $8 million comes into effect this season, and so does Adam Fox's $9 million. So they're kind of in a spot where they have to be smart with their money, and as much as I love Kako, I wouldn't be surprised to see a Kako get traded for maybe a proven top six player, although my worry is... Remember, just a few seasons ago, Ottawa traded a not-developing-well, quote, Mika Zubanajad for Derek Broussard, and now Mika Zubanajad is an elite center in the league. So I don't want the Rangers to make that same mistake, but if that is the choice they make, then it's the choice they make, and we can't do anything about it, obviously. But I think the Rangers should look at this team and try to build on it rather than get rid of pieces just because of he's not developing give it one more year I think and if if next year he does the same song and dance then maybe it's time to move on but I think he deserves one more year especially after the playoffs that that kids line had all right now moving on to the Stanley Cup finals prediction we have Colorado who is looking for this core to win their very first cup and we have the defending back-to-back champions versus the Tampa Bay Lightning versus Colorado um I mean personally as a Rangers fan I didn't want this final obviously my team is playing Tampa but oh well um and personally, I don't like the Avs, so <laughs> I don't really care for this series all that much. I don't really care who wins. I guess if I had to pick, I want Colorado to win just because, I don't know, three-peats are kind of boring in my opinion, but so hopefully Colorado wins and Tampa doesn't three-peat, but if Colorado wins and then they three-peat, then you can look back at this and blame me. It's my fault, but um, I think I want Colorado to win. But looking into the stats, we have Colorado who is 12 and 2 these playoffs. They've not lost more than 2 games all playoffs long. So, if they do lose the series, the most they lose is 5 games, which is unheard of. But they have a 31% power play and a 75.7% penalty kill. Cal McCarr leads the team with 5 goals, 17 assists, and 22 points. McKinnon is right behind him with 11 goals, 7 assists, and 18 points, including that insane goal against St. Louis where he literally faced that entire team, basically. Uh, Rantanen, 5 goals, 12 assists, and 17 points. Landeskog, 8 goals, 9 assists, 14 points. And Nazim Kadri, 6 goals, 8 assists, and 14 points. And moving on to Tampa Bay, the back-to-back champions, by the way. They are 12-5 and these playoffs, a 22.6% power play, a 82.5% penalty kill. Kucherov leads the way with 7 goals, 16 assists, and 23 points. Andre Palat, who had two last-minute goals in the Eastern Conference Finals with eight goals, eight assists, and 16 points, and Victor Hedman with two goals, 12 assists, 14 points, and then Corey Perry with five goals, three assists, and eight points, and then Steven Stamkos also has nine goals, which leads the team. And then for goaltending for Colorado, they have Darcy Kemper who's been a bit banged up this playoffs, 6-2-0 with a 2.65 goals against and an 897 save percentage, and Philip Francouz who has a 6-0-0 record, a 2.86 goals against and a 906 save percentage, and Tampa Bay who has the clearly decided edge in goaltending with Vasilevsky, who has 12, 5, and 0, a 2.27 goals against, and a 9.28 save percentage. Alright, I think the true edge of this series comes down to goaltending, and also Nazem Kadri is not going to be playing in this series because of that hit from Evander Kane in Game 3 of the western conference final dumb hit dumb play the fact that he only got one game is baffling but hey it doesn't matter because he didn't even come back for a game because the oilers got swept but regardless i think that even though colorado does have the depth i think they have better depth than tampa bay but tampa bay's goaltending is just so good that it's I mean you see everybody's seen the stats of game sevens so he has like a 0.91 goals against or like serious clinching games he has a 0.91 goals against I get it I saw it enough times the past few days after the Rangers lost but I um I just I think Tampa even with their goaltending Colorado just looks so good this season and they just look so good these playoffs and I just I can't bring myself to say Tampa can beat this team because even even during the games where they were losing the Rangers played kind of poorly and they were bailed out by Igor Shesterkin. and I mean I'm gonna be honest Colorado does not have Igor Shesterkin. And I don't know if Darcy Kemper is going to play well or if Frank Cooser is going to play well enough against a team like Tampa that has so much firepower. But I just, I think that Colorado wants this so badly. So does Tampa. But I just think Colorado is on a run that is unbelievable. I mean, they've only lost two games, and it was in a series. Like, they've swept two series, they swept in the conference final. Colorado is rested. Colorado's on a roll. Kel um, McCarr is on a roll. Nathan McKinnon's on a roll. And I just think that McKinnon specifically wants a cup because he knows the the aura around him in that like he can't finish in the playoffs, all that. The second round exits. Years and years of Brutal exits when they should have made a longer run. I think this is the year Colorado gets it done. I mean, five games, or sorry, two games lost in three series is insanely just impossible for most teams. But Colorado is not like most teams. I think Colorado definitely wins. I think that I'm going to go seven games, though. I don't think that Tampa goes down without fighting, but I just think that Colorado's depth is matched up against Tampa Bay's lines. I think Colorado matches up better than Tampa matches up against Colorado. Um, and I think that even though Vasilevsky is the guy and the best goalie in the world, um I just I don't know if that if colorado is so much firepower that i don't know if vasilevsky can keep up i mean listen he probably can but can he keep up enough to win a series against a team like colorado i just don't know but again i wouldn't be surprised if tampa does win purely because of the lack of true elite goaltending that colorado has I mean, a 9.06 save percentage compared to a 9.28 is not really great. But also a 9.06 is nothing to really be mad about that's serviceable. But I just think that Tampa could also win. But I just, I don't know. I just, looking at Colorado play and looking at Nathan McKinnon play, it's just, it's like watching a guy who is going to die this year if he doesn't win a Stanley Cup almost like he's playing for his life it seems and another big part of why i think Tampa could win though is Nazem Kadri being out Kadri was a big 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 factor for the Colorado's success this year i mean he slotted into that second line center role which they had needed and, I mean, everybody's saying he's the Leaf that got away. I would say that. I mean, after two postseason suspensions, you kind of have to, like, move on. But I do agree that he is technically the one that got away if he could ever have become disciplined in Toronto. But also, he kind of didn't fit there anyways because they signed Tavares. So he would have been a third or fourth line center behind Matthews and then Tavares, and then if they wanted to play Willie at the third-line center. He would have been a fourth-line center. It's just not worth it. But I do agree that Nazem Kadri missing this postseason, the rest of the postseason, is going to be a big hit for Colorado. But I think that the third and fourth line have been so productive and so great for Colorado. I mean, the game winner for the Western Conference Finals was Arturi Lekkanen on a tip-in. Like... (laughs) Who had him as your OT hero, right? And Darren Helm sent them to the Western Conference final. So, with that experience in Darren Helm and that production in a guy like Arturi Lekinen, I think that Colorado has the edge over Tampa. But also, when it comes to experience, Tampa on their roster has 33 combined cups. Um, and Corey Perry, <laughs> if Corey Perry loses this final, that'll be an awful stat. He will have been to three straight finals, lost two of them to Tampa, so if you can't beat him, join him, and then if he loses, oh oh my god, that'll be brutal, but I don't know. I Hopefully, he breaks the curse this year, and he gets that second cup that he's been chasing, but I don't know. Sadly for Corey Perry, I do think he doesn't get that second cup. I think that Colorado does edge out Tampa, and I think they'll win in seven. I think Nathan McKinnon will finally get his cup. Landis Skog will finally get that cup. Uh, I just I think it's Colorado's time. It's Colorado's year. Um, Tam- I mean, Tampa could also just as easily win, but Colorado has just looked so impressive this offseason. I just I don't see them. You have to beat Colorado four times in seven games. That is just an insurmountable task, in my opinion. And I just think, you have to think, Colorado is so well-rested, and Tampa's not necessarily not rested, but they've just played a pretty brutal six-game series that was pretty close, and they had to play hard till the very end of it. And Colorado's kind of... Colorado has, like, what, a week and a half of rest going into the game on Wednesday or tonight, so I just think that Colorado is well-rested, Colorado's going to come out fire and heavy, Colorado's going to be at home, and I just, I think that if Colorado can split at Tampa, then it's a Colorado, it's easy sailing for Colorado, I think Colorado wins it in six or seven, so... Colorado will be your Stanley Cup champions in six games or seven games. That is my official prediction. Colorado, the Stanley Cup champions. They finally get it with Joe Sackick as the GM. And he'll be like, I think it was the third to win a cup as a GM and a player for the same team or something. I don't know. I don't remember. But it was something like that. I mean, still to win a cup as a GM and then a player still is something that most people don't do. So that's an insane accomplishment for Joe Sakik and this is an insane team that he built. And I think that this is just the year that that team finally gets over the hump and they win the cup. All right, and um, moving on to just a few things I wanted to mention. Um, Vegas hired Bruce Cassidy, the former Bruins coach, as their third coach in their franchise. Um, personally, I. I'm okay with the hire. I like Bruce Cassidy. He's a player's coach, but I don't know. I feel like <laughs> Vegas' issues go far, far way deeper than who's the coach. I, I think they're past the point where they had to make a coaching change to have that much talent on the team and not, really, and not even make the playoffs. Kind of brutal, especially when you sold the farm for Jack Eichel but so yeah I mean they hire Bruce Cassidy that's good I guess good for them um I like the hire but it's also kind of I just I'm not sure a coaching change fixes anything I mean they definitely had to fire DeBoer I don't like DeBoer DeBoer will get you as far as possible if he has talent and the minute that talent stops DeBoer crumbles so I like Bruce Cassidy over DeBoer for sure and Bruce Cassidy was just coaching in a Stanley Cup final, like, two years ago, so I don't hate it, um, but, yeah, so, after the finals, um, the next episode probably will be during the finals in a few, probably in, like, a few days to a week, unless it's, like, a sweep, then the finals will be over, but the next episode will probably be my top five free agents and where I think their best fit is. I might do top 10, but that's what the next episode will be, my top free agents and where I think the best fit is. And then after the finals, I'm going to look deep into what the Rangers should do this off season, as well as what the Buffalo Sabres should do this off season. because I'm from Buffalo and I'm a Rangers fan. So, those are two teams I pay attention to the most, and I think that they both have a very important offseason ahead of them. I think the Sabres could take a big step this year and sneak into the playoffs next year, but that is after the finals, so look out for those. But regardless, this is the end of the Stanley Cup Finals prediction episode. Thank you for listening, and I will see you or you will hear me, rather, in the next episode. Thanks again for listening. Goodbye.